Listener Production. My favourite thing about Christmas movies is that this is the perfect time of the year for adults to watch them without any judgement. Everyone can watch a Christmas film and it doesn't matter if you're a kid or an adult, you can enjoy it and not feel like you're being judged. Today on Feed, Play, Love, Justin Hill from the streaming service is here to tell us what to watch this December. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. It's here, the silly season, the kids are finishing school, the ratings season has ended, and there's Christmas movies galore. Here to tell us what to watch over the long December days is Justin Hill, host of the streaming service. Hi, Justin. How are you? I'm very excited to be here today because Mm. my favourite thing about Christmas movies is that grown-ups can watch them too. And it's a wonderful time for you to be like, well, it's a Christmas movie. So, you know, you don't want any bar humbug and like not being able to watch it. You know what's tough for me though? Mm. My daughter's favourite movie of all time every day of the year is The Grinch, <laughs> but the OG Grinch, not the animated one. Right, the, the right, new right, one, right, yep. Which I find a little bit creepy. With Jim Carrey? With Jim Carrey. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. So creepy. She loves it and I get out of watching it every other day of the year, <laughs> but I cannot get out of it over Christmas. Oh, you're Scrooge. I am such a Scrooge, but he's weird in it. He's creepy. He is weird, but he's also, if you okay, watch it like this. If you think of The Mask... Yes. And also The Grinch mm. and also Pet Detective. They're all the same characters. They are all the same yeah. characters. You're completely right. Okay, well, let's start with something I do enjoy watching, and that is Boss Baby. There's a yes. Christmas bonus. Tell us about it. Listen, who would have thought that Boss Baby would become like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> it's so weird. This um, brand, <laughs> this like franchise has had two movies. It's now onto its second series. I mean, it, and now we've got a Christmas special. But the thing is with this is this is the perfect thing for parents to watch with their kids because the kids love it because it's a talking baby, right? Mm-hmm. The adults love it because there are so many jokes in there for us and we will get it and laugh and have a little bit of a giggle without the kids really understanding why it's funny. And it's also not risque. You know, like some, you kind of like, oh, they might get it with these ones. It's just a bit of a lull. Um, we do have the Christmas special out. It's coming to Netflix on December 6th. And this one is Boss Baby Back in the Crib Christmas special. And the story with this one, I love. So, uh, Boss Baby comes across a former colleague of his who is, <laughs> funnily enough, Santa. <laughs> They used to work together and then all of a sudden Boss Baby gets mistaken for one of the elves or one of the workers and finds themselves at the North Pole and then we get that great kind of like learning a lesson about Christmas spirit. But the funny (laughs) thing is, is that Boss Baby's absolutely turning everything upside down in the meantime. Now, um, the Christmas special isn't just the only thing that's dropped as well. So we've got 12 episodes that are already on Netflix from the regular series. So if your kids watch it and they love the Christmas special, then you can go back and watch. um, Oh, there's a new series. Yeah, so Boss Baby Back in the Crib. There's the Ah, the 12 episodes from that. So you can go back and watch that. I've got to say, though, the science behind it doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) What, you never thought your children could talk back to you? No, no. Not at that age. No, no, it's a theory. (laughs) Like, we watched the original movie and it's all about how he doesn't, if you drink the special milk, you Mm. stay a baby. Mm -hmm. And No, I can't. It hurts my brain. (laughs) doesn't make sense. Uh, But it is fun and I love watching it. Okay, so, so this is one that I am... So, so excited about. So let's hear a little bit from it because I bet people will know what it is. When you grow up, once upon a time, there was a little girl. 
who is trapped. <laughs> this is the story of her great escape. Matilda, my name's Miss Honey. I believe you're a genius. Is maths your favorite thing? What I really like is reading. It's like a holiday in your head. Do you do that a lot? Get away from everything. Now get to bed, you little bookworm. It's a place you are sent if you haven't been good. You're gonna meet the trans bull now. Headmistress of Cruncher Mall. This isn't school. It's a prison. They like troublemakers, Wormwood. They make such a lovely sound. When they So, it, it, of course, it's Matilda the musical. Matilda. Who who wasn't frightened of Miss Trunchbull? I mean, come on. Well, you know, I am ashamed to admit it's the one Roald Dahl book that I never read as a kid. Really? Well, I was going to say, I feel like there are going to be so many adults listening to this that are going to be like, remember all of those books. Did you yeah. have any other favourites? Oh, my favourite, without doubt, has always been the BFG. Yeah. And I, it's still my favourite. I could, I've read it to my kids so many times. Have you watched that movie? Yes. Yes. Because this Still is the, the thing. There are so, I mean, there have been already so many amazing Roald Dahl movies that yes. have been made out of the books. This one is obviously um, Matilda, the book that then we saw in the 90s. I think it was like 1997. We had the, um, 1996, we had the Matilda, the movie. And now this is Matilda, the musical. So it's the adaption of the stage play. The great thing about this is that the music was written by Aussie Tim Minchin. And I mean, you. the thing is you've also got... A wonderfully diverse cast. It's just such a breath of fresh air to watch. And you have Emma Thompson as a frightening what Miss Trunchbull. Like she looks absolutely unrecognisable. Yeah, like, I know. If you took the one from the movie and then made her even scarier, like <laughs> that's what she's playing with in this film. But uh, it does drop on Netflix on December 25. So uh, a fantastic way to distract your children once they're kind of like over the present opening and stuff like that, you know, there's going to be Terrify them. Say, yeah, you've got to be them. good because if you don't be good, we're going to send you exactly. to a school like this when you and go back. hilarious lessons for children in this. Like in, in, in the trailer you can see there's a little boy who um who gets caught eating cake and so then he gets oh, sat down and he has to eat the whole that cake. That made like, me feel sick. Right. And you, so most kids would be like, I can eat that. But then watching it, you're like, oh, I feel very queasy, like not cute <laughs> at all. Do we know if Tim had any, Tim, we're on first names Good old Tim. Yeah. Do we know if Tim had anything to do with the movie? I believe he did. Like it, and the thing is he was such an integral part of, of creating the music. So yeah. um, he, I've seen him popping up all over the place. He was at the premiere on the weekend. So it's just, but it's just fantastic to see, I guess, what people have already really enjoyed from the stage show. And it's been really lovingly and, and with a lot of care and attention turned into a Netflix movie. So I think if your kids love like Frozen, they love to sing along. You know, this is going to give them a whole new story if they don't know it, but then also to a whole new set of songs that they can sing and annoy the hell out of you instead of singing, Excellent. let it go, let it go, you know. <laughs> oh, that was worth it just to hear you sing, let it go. All right. So um, I mean, I'm sort of curious though as well. It seems like a big production to mm. have and then to release just on Netflix. 
well, the thing is, though, is that, you know, you've you've got Netflix are really big players. They I was just talking about this time of the year. I always have a wild red carpet to do with this time of the year. Last year it was Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, just popped out of nowhere. Normally it's from the film companies, but lately it's the streamers. The streamers have got the big names. They've got the big budgets. They're bringing the stars to town and they're the ones. Yeah. Like I think the film companies are concerned about just how much the streamers are owning this space. And for them, I mean, Christmas Day release, it's literally like a Christmas Day movie release. Yes, because you know? they're huge. Yeah, and that they're, you know, depending on people, um, you know, subscribing, watching it, the, the figures will go up. The great PR around it being the number one thing in the world. There's been so much talk around it, but yes, it costs them a fortune, but they'll get it back for sure. And do you think, um, sorry, I know I'm going tangentially mm. off course here, but I know there's a, a few movies we're not going to talk about because they're, they're coming out around December, yes. but I know that one of those, because I was thinking about taking the kids to see it, was the new Avatar film, <gasps> Yes, but they're making it 3D and I'm wondering, is that the way they're going to try and get people back into cinemas? Because you can't release, mm. having... Avatar on Netflix yeah. is not, or wherever a streaming service is not going to be the same experience it's that we had the, the first time around Absolutely. in and a cinema. I have been lucky enough to see some of that film <gasps> and I, I can't even, I'm actually not even sure what I'm allowed to say, but it is, uh, the challenge was, is that this movie had to be bigger and better than the first one. And it absolutely is. Really? And I think that the way that they do, they don't talk about um like you know when they do that the capture like the, the how they film the actors and stuff like that they have a very specific term for it it's performance capture it's not motion capture yeah because they're like we're capturing the the full performance of the actor and I had like jellyfish flying in my head there were like because it's all set like a lot of it's set water. in the water yeah and so this one is just going to be huge it's I mean there there's big uh, shoes for it to fill, but I think it's going to do a really great job. And it, it's. It, do you know what the, when the Australian release is? Sorry, I just threw that. Uh, at you. I think it's December sixteen from memory. Okay. Um, and it's just like you know, I got to, to sit down with Sam Worthington and talk to him about it. And for, like, we are definitely going off tangent here. But one thing I have to tell everyone is that this is not something they decided to do a year ago. They like Sam has been working on this since two thousand and seventeen. <laughs> That's how long it's taken oh to get God. the script right, to film it all. They had these huge big sets that were, you know, they were wearing the performance capture stuff and it's just wild. They've been working yep. on it for years and years and years and we've got at least another uh, two movies and then potentially I think another two or three after that. Wow. Well, I, I th it's tangential but I kind of, I'm, I'm going with it because <laughs> I sure. do think um, we often talk about how parents like to relive things with their kids and. I would, I know that it might not be rated for kids, but mm. for the older kids out there, I, I definitely would take my kids to see Avatar yeah. because of that cinematic experience. Totally. And the beautiful message behind it. That's we need true. to take care of our planet. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> I know where I'm taking my kids <laughs> in the holidays. And You're if, welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Justin. Uh, but we cannot leave without talking about one of uh, the more typical films of mm -hmm. the season. And we do have another Christmas one. Let's hear a little grab from it. For the good of Christmas, I'm retiring. Wow. I didn't even know you could do that. I think we see what the rest of the world's like as normal people. I'm making a list of things I want to do, like meet a crossing guard. Whoops. Wow. Da. Sandra, they warned you this is what I look like here. <laughs> it's, it's dad, me. 
You know, I'll have a Funnuccino. Put cocoa in it instead of coffee. Put a little peppermint in there if you have that. Chop up some cookies and um, sprinkles. Name for the order? <laughs> Santa. Sir, my job is hard enough. <laughs> That's how you love that. <laughs> well, this is the Santa clauses. Yes. And, and this is the thing that the streamers are doing now. Mm-hmm. We have had movie after movie after movie, in particular with this one. Like, I, I made a few notes here about all of the different films that we've had. So... We had uh, the we had the Santa Claus, which was the original, where Tim Allen plays the role of Santa, and he accidentally, because it's Claus, C L A U S E, he mm-hmm. on a technicality becomes Santa. And um, then we had uh, uh, Santa Clauses two. Then we had the Escape Clause. This is now a series on Disney Plus. So instead of doing sequels, oh. they get that people want a bigger story with more detail and more of a storyline, exploration of characters. So this is a series that they're dropping with six episodes. So it's currently on Disney Plus and we've got two more episodes to come in December on December 7 and 14. And it's basically the story of Santa retiring and how it all just goes horribly wrong. But hilariously, he's he's got kids now, him and Mrs. Claus, and they've never lived in the real world. So now they're, he's there ordering his like coffee order and he's like, I'm going to tell you exactly how I like it because this this is how the elves make it. And so they're all kind of like <laughs> witnessing the, the real world for the first time. And so it's um, basically, uh, you know, Santa hires a, a new Santa and he starts to destroy the Christmas spirit. So then <gasps> no. Tim Allen's Santa has to come back and save the day. Okay. So here's a question for you. How many times can Tim Allen reprise his role as Santa Claus? Do you I think? think as deep as Disney's pockets are. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna be actually looking like Santa totally. Claus. Totally, he, he probably does now. Yeah, they'll be like, "Do you need prosthetics?" To be like, "No, no, you were you yeah. uh, him." He's that's like, "Don't her. even need a beard." He's like, "I'll just grow my own beard." <laughs> I did read at one point when the first movie came out, he had the number one movie in the world, the number uh, New York bestseller uh, book. And the number one TV show in the world with home uh, with um, home improvement. So he's wow. like back when this all started back in the nineties. He was like, I don't understand huge. Americans. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Sorry, that's mean. Tim no, Allen's, not at all. Tim Allen's great. Yeah, he's Is a he? wonderful human being. Santa's great. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. <laughs> well, um, Justin, thank you so much for giving us something to watch over Christmas, okay, and and Merry Christmas to you too. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you have a wonderful festive season, and I hope that you get lots and lots of presents because. You deserve. <laughs> Thank you. That's Justin Hill. He's the host of the streaming service, and you can catch his podcast on the Listener app or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed Play Love, a Listener Original podcast. If there's something you'd like to learn more about, email me at feedplaylove at sca.com.au. I'd love to hear from you. For more great kids and parenting podcasts, check out the Listener app and don't forget to follow us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.